And that brings us to the second point, the result of attachment to true existence of all phenomena. And if we investigate phenomena, we say the same, we see the same thing, that no phenomena exists truly independently of anything else. All phenomena comes about due to causes and conditions and is made up of components. If we really look at phenomena and we divide it up, for instance, if we have a carriage or we have the motor car, I'll use a carriage this time. I think Buddha explained it with a carriage. You can separate the cabbage. We see it as one concept, a carriage, but this can be separated. It can separate it into the body of the carriage, into the wheels of the carriage, the axle of the carriage. And then those can be maybe separated into wood or iron. And then all of that can be separated then into different molecules, into different atoms, into protons, neutrons, nucleuses, into quarks, and who knows, even smaller and smaller. Until who knows, maybe we can just divide it up into energy. Anyway, all of these components do come together and they bring about the carriage. And the carriage does appear, but it isn't independent of everything else. It's made up of all sorts of different components. And so it's also come about due to causes and conditions. And this brings about cognitive obscurations or conceptual obscurations. We separate things between the subject, the object, and the action, or between the subject, the object, and habitual patterns. And these different habitual patterns dominate our mind. And due to all of these habits, what do they do? They give rise to afflictive emotions. And what is the result of all of these afflictive emotions? Our jealousy, our pride, our attachment, our anger. Suffering. And who again is public enemy number one? Our ignorance. Our ignorance because we don't see things the way they actually are. Either because of our not knowing or because what we are doing is opposed to the truth or the way we view things is opposed to the truth. For instance, if there's a king and the king sends his helpers out, his servants, maybe they're coming to your place to collect taxes or there's something that you need to do and this really irritates you. You don't particularly want to see these servants. So what do you do when the servant comes? You get rid of the servant. What happens though? After a while, another servant arises or arrives. Let me get rid of this servant. And you get rid of this servant. But no matter what you do, as the servants are piling up in the backyard, servants keep on coming. Why is this? Because they serve the king. As long as there's the king, they are going to be servants. If we really want to be free of this problem of visiting king's servants, what's the best way is to get rid of the king. Once you get rid of the king, then there's going to be no need for servants anymore. And then your problem is resolved. And this is similar to what's happening with our 
afflictive emotions. They arise because of these habitual patterns of ours. And as long as we maintain these habitual patterns, then the afflictions are going to arise. And with respect to the habits, which is the king, is this belief or the self-grasping in a truly existing I, this attachment. And because of this ignorance, all of the afflictions come. The attachment comes, the pride comes, the jealousy comes, and the aversion comes. So if we really want to be free of all of these sufferings from these afflictive emotions, then what we should do is resolve this problem of our ignorance. Shine the light of wisdom on it. We get rid of the ignorance, and then we get rid of the afflictive emotions. We get rid of the pride, the jealousy, the attachment, and the aversion. Just like if we want to get rid of a tree, if we cut off the leaves, leaves will grow back. If we cut off the branches, branches will grow back. If we cut it off at the trunk, it will grow again. If we really want to get rid of the tree, we uproot the tree and then leave the roots and the whole tree to dry out in the sun and then it's not going to grow again. This is the same. If we want to uproot all of these afflictive emotions, then we uproot ignorance. The same with the example of whether if we have an inflammation and uh, if we don't take away the cause of the inflammation, the inflammation may, may subside. We might not see or feel any effect of any inflammation for a while. But when the causes and conditions come together, maybe we bump our leg if that's where it is, and then suddenly the inflammation comes up again. And this is what will happen if we don't get rid of the ignorance when the right causes and conditions come together, then suddenly these afflictive emotions will appear again. They'll manifest again. In their ignorance, sentient beings mistakenly perceive these impermanent worldly phenomena as being truly existent. Illusions or delusions or and permanent. And as a result, they grasp onto, they cling onto these worldly things and all arising random thoughts or deluded thoughts. And it's this view that then binds their mind with a wrong view. Just like somebody who's having a dream and they don't realize that it's a dream, they think it's real. And because of this dream and they think it's real, all sorts of attachment and fear arises. And as long as sentient beings attach to any phenomena as being truly existent, they will experience suffering. And the greater the attachment, the greater the suffering. The greater our attachment and dualistic thinking, the greater will be our afflictive emotions, which will then take away our freedom, or we won't be free. And what is really binding us here is the wrong view. It's not like we have to go and escape from some place that we have to escape from a place called samsara and find a place called nirvana. What we really need to do is to liberate ourselves from our delusion, to adopt and to practice the right view, to let go of the, of the wrong view, or just simply get used to the right view.
apparently people who suffer from jaundice see white things as yellow. So while they're seeing everything as yellow, for instance, the walls, when in fact the walls are actually white. And then when you're cured from the disease, then you see, oh, actually the walls were always white. It wasn't as if they were yellow before and then somebody painted them white. They were always white. The problem for them was just due to their ailment, they saw it incorrectly as being yellow instead of white. And what is the view that we must get used to is that there's no truly existing phenomena. And the more sta stable our realization becomes in this, the more our self-grasping, this attachment to I decreases. As a result, our afflictive emotions decrease. And then as a result, our suffering decreases. And when we completely realize, then the five afflictive emotions are the realized five wisdoms. And originally they were the five wisdoms. We just didn't see this because we were deluded by our own, our own delusion. Deluded by our own misunderstanding, our wrong view. And when we've completely realized the emptiness of all phenomena, we no longer create any karma. And if there's no karma, then there's no result. There's no suffering. It's very much the same as these thoughts or these random thoughts or these deluded thoughts, these afflictions, as they arise in that moment, they are liberated. And so they leave no trace or imprint in our mind stream. Just like if you were writing on water. If you write on water, as you write, the trace disappears. Like the person having that terrible nightmare that there's some kind of creature or some terrible person chasing after them, wanting to kill them, and it is so real, this nightmare. They're full of fear, they're in a cold sweat, they don't know where to go. Or somebody that's having a dream that their partner is running away from them, has left them, um, and they're very upset and they're very hurt. And then the alarm clock goes off and they wake up and oh, it was just a dream. There's no horrible entity or crazy being chasing me, trying to kill me. Or, oh, my partner is still there. You might, when you wake up, kick them. And say, you know what you did in my dream last night? But you'll be quite relieved to see, oh, it was quite, it was just a dream. Where we wake up from the dream or the nightmare, we didn't have to escape from anything. We didn't have to leave any place. We just have to wake up from the dream. All these scary events that happened in our dream, in our nightmare, or upsetting events, were just an illusion. They weren't real. And on that note, let's end here for today. Let's dedicate the merits. By this good may all obtain omniscience. Having defeated the enemies of wrongdoings in the turbulent waves of birth, old age, sickness and death, may all be liberated from the ocean of the suffering of samsara. 
co nam daje tamcia zepani, to mnie nie pedrana kacieja, kieka nacir balan trupaj, cipi coli troa, troa, szoła.